Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. We're live. This is Screen Heroes. I am Ray, and I am here with some of my regular hosts. I say some because one is my regular host. I'm very regular. One is my regular host somewhere else. I'm irregular. <laughs> Try more fiber. I, I've been trying. This is Ryan. Hello. And Ian. Hi. All right, guys. It was very Sailor Moon of me. Um, Only for the people that have video. You have to remember this is a podcast, so well, not everybody has video. The people who watch are very into, yeah. All three of them. Into you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so what brings us here today? The Dark Tower. Why did you say it like I don't know, because it's dark and there's a tower. Nobody asked you to do that. Well, look. Well, no, in fact, I would prefer if you never did that I again. took a creative don't, don't do difference. Don't, don't do that. Don't okay. be creative on this podcast. Do <laughs> no. that on, save that for your own. Okay. All right, all right, all right. So yeah, we're talking The Dark Tower tonight. Uh, movie was released earlier last week, I guess, uh, mm-hmm. on Thursday. That's when we saw it, yes. at least. Do we have any news before we get started? I know we like... <laughs> I know... Sorry. Uh, Derek is joining us from Canada. Ooh, and he eight. said that his loaded right when Ian did the weird creepy voice. We're sorry cool. about that. Yeah. So was there any news this week? Yes. Yeah, there wasn't a lot, but the original wearer of the Godzilla suit passed away this weekend. I do not know his name. I'm terribly sorry. I'm a bad geek, but... I don't think you're a bad geek if you don't know that. I don't know his name either, so it's okay. Okay, fair enough. Well, it was sad. Yeah, it's sad. I mean, it's sad when anybody dies. I mean, I didn't really... I wasn't a fan of the original... You know Godzilla right. movies and everything, so it doesn't really mean as much to me as it probably does other people. But yeah, it's condolences to his family and absolutely everybody involved. What else? There was some other news. I feel like that uh, were well. Oh, Disney. Inhumans is gonna is gonna be big news. Oh, is it? Yeah, because it's gonna be so bad. Yeah, Scott Buck, get out of my Marvel. So Inhumans looks terrible. The panels for it looks terrible. The posters for it look terrible. I'm really only in it for the teleporting dog, and that's only going to keep me there for the... As long as the merchandise lasts. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I want a pop, and I want a stuffed animal, and that's it. And then you're good. Yeah, I really am. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's... So, the big news, I think, this week was that, uh, for the Inhumans, was that they did a panel, like, with a screening for some critics, and some critics... We're asking questions about why things, like, what are people's powers and things like that, because they weren't explained at all in the pilot. Yeah. And the guy was yeah. like, oh, the showrunner wasn't there or something. He was like, I wish I had been there so I could have explained it to him. It's like, well, the show is supposed to do that, because not everybody has the um, showrunner sitting there I explaining mean, it to some them. some of the actors were there. Do they not know what they're doing? Well, and the guy that's playing Black Bolt said, uh, said that he felt like Ben Affleck after the BBS reviews. He he said that on the panel when people started like criticizing the show in their questions. He said he felt like he was sad Affleck. <laughs> I don't know how to react to Dude, that. Dude, I just I just can't even. Ian's writing notes. He said that I'm not supposed to mention the D word. Yeah. Uh, because I don't want to write about the rock. But the thing is, nobody pledged nobody for that, pledged it. so it doesn't matter. Oh. I can say and she had already said the word anyway. So. Well, I want to make sure I'm like, don't say it. Disney, don't try and Disney, save her. Disney, Look, Disney, Disney, as a co-host, Disney, Disney, Disney. I have to. You, I'm going to give you bad punishments because I have that power. Mm. The only thing I do on this podcast is is punish people. Dirty, dirty. No, so Disney made a huge power move. They today. did, which was well, very. First, you called it too. First, can we say that? 
Yeah. What was the first big announcement? There was a first part oh, okay. to it, right? So Netflix bought uh, Miller World, I guess is what they're calling the it. Miller Versus, yes. Miller World, whatever it is. Basically, uh, Kick Ass and Kingsman is w- the main step out of it. Mark- Which they got no movie rights to. Yeah. Everybody's like, no. oh, they can make cool. No, they nope. can't. No TV series are coming out of this. And no movies are coming they out could, of this. They could, out of the other properties. Yes. Not Kingsman or Kick-Ass. Yes, they could. Uh, what I think this is, Netflix wants to be Disney and Warner Brothers. They want to be a multimedia... Uh, Conglomerate. Just, exactly. And the way to do that is to tackle books, to tackle TV, to tackle internet, uh, to have theme parks, and, you know, the next big step for them is comic books. So. It's, it's odd, because it recently, like, in the last, I think, few weeks, they've come out, and it's it's been public knowledge now that Netflix is $20 billion in debt. I'm saying they wasted like, more money buying this. Yeah. Making it yeah. Yeah. So, and comic book properties are not, unless you're making movies, and you're Marvel or DC, you're not really... Yeah, going to be making a ton of money, you know. No, th- what comic books serve as now are filler, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. or extensions, things that we never imagined are getting comic book sequels right. or fillers in between. And I think that's what they're going for. And I think for some of the properties like Stranger Things and Troll Hunters, it could be really fun and interesting. Those would sell. Right. However, I don't see people really giving a crap about Orange is the New Black filler. Like, no. Also, I mean, even if Stranger Thing does sell, things does sell really well, it's not like comic book companies are known for making millions of dollars. You know what I mean? Marvel was yeah. going bankrupt after being in business for however many years mm-hmm. before they started the movie studio. Absolutely. So it's... That was what saved them. They sold off their rights to four or five different studios and not everybody did something with it, but they just said, here, have everything and we'll do what we can. And yeah. That's how they made back their money. It was with crap movies like Daredevil and Ghost Rider. Hey, I kind of like Ghost Rider. It's a guilty I pleasure. I figured you did. <laughs> but I think the move, it's not a good move on their part because they are 20, you know, was a billion or million? 20 but billion. In debt. Like, what is this going to accomplish? So Netflix is in that kind of debt because they've been buying up tons of small properties mm-hmm. and making everything into TV shows. And they don't need to. They have successful stuff that break the internet on the day they come Mm -hmm. out. They don't need to have all these tiny little things. Like, Marco Polo was a good show, but stop spending millions of it. It's never going to be Game of Thrones. You know, you have... House of Cards and Orange is the New Black and all and the Marvel Stranger properties. And, yeah, yeah. Right now. you have the ones making your money. Cut off some of that fat. Trim it. This is stupid. I agree. Well, and as somebody that cut the cable cord uh, right. in the past year, I'm on Hulu way more than I'm on Netflix, and I hate that because Netflix I've been subscribed to for a lot longer, mm-hmm. but but Hulu gets the shows like the next day, yeah. whereas yeah. Netflix usually has to wait till the end of a season, and it's uh, you know I. Don't really want to wait that long. Usually, if I'm waiting for a show until the end of the season, it'll stream on the show's website. Mm-hmm. Like CW has a CW seed, and you yeah. can watch the shows the next day. And another thing is, I go to Netflix for familiar familiarity as well as new content. So, you know, at two in the morning. If I want to watch Tropic Thunder and I want to stream it... Which happens. I mean, come it, on, yeah. to all of us. I, I use that example because that's exactly what happened last night. You yeah, know, I like love Tropic Thunder. That's, that's hilarious. That's exactly what happened last night. But there is less and less familiar titles on there every month because they come out with new content. And the thing is, if I wanted an original content and only that, then... I would have to be watching at least five of your TV shows. Yeah. And I don't. I mean, not even HBO does that. They have familiar content on there as well. So that totally justifies HBO Go. But this is... It's the only reason ridiculous. I get on I get on Netflix anymore is to watch either The Office or Parks and Rec. Because I end up watching... But I think both of those are on Hulu also. So right. So it's not like... It's not like it, I don't know. But Netflix, Netflix is, their properties are the Glow is really good. Mm-hmm. All um all the Marvel shows are yes. really good. A lot of people like Orange is the New Black. I've never seen it. It's good. Um, I like it. 
you know, Stranger Things is it great. Wins so they the do Emmys, have. So. Yeah, I feel like they're more well known for their original series at this point than they are as a uh, company to go like watch the office for sure. And yeah. also, they you know take out movies and TV shows all the time, so you could be watching something one time and then next month, oh, guess what? Your favorite TV show is going to be gone in place of yeah, you know, yeah. some or kids all cartoon. the Marvel properties are going to be gone, which is the next part of the news story. Good segue. So, I think this is also. A response to what happened a few months ago, about, I want to say five to six months ago, Disney announced that every single one of its films from every property they own was going to Be appear pulled. on Netflix. Or, no, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, Henson, Lucas, mm-hmm. Marvel, it, it was all going to be dropped on there. Well, that never happened. They released a couple films like Zootopia. There are more Marvel they have movies on there now, too. Yeah. They have like yeah. Civil War and Doctor Strange and some other Marvel movies on there So now, their so. more recent ones are on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Zootopia, old ones not so Moana, much. Moana, no. The old ones never got dropped. No. They, a lot of them from the 90s got put on Hulu mm-hmm. out of nowhere. But that never happened. That fell through. And then today it was announced that Disney's going to pull everything and have their own streaming. And... Honestly, for Disney, it makes sense. I mean, they're... But are they pulling everything just from Netflix or all media platforms? I would assume every media is going to be affected. I mean, why keep your stuff on Hulu? Why keep your stuff on Amazon Prime? Yeah, I mean, really what what the goal... Disney has always been about doing things themselves, Mm -hmm. you know, and not... Mm -hmm. not, The the whole Netflix deal was convenience for them because that was already an established platform, but... Now, I mean, they own Marvel, they own Lucasfilm, and these are all things that have happened in the last five years. Yes. So now they're like, well, we've got all these big properties. Why don't we, like, just do it ourselves? And then with Netflix, I mean, obviously this isn't completely in response to the Netflix thing because... No. Because Netflix, I'm sure, has been negotiating their deal, and Disney has probably been negotiating their deal for a long time. Maybe Disney got wind. I mean, who knows? But I think that it's a lot of it is in response to, it's just funny that it all happened in the same week. It's got it's yeah. not coincidence. Now my yeah. question is, do you think it's going to affect the you know already in pre production of Daredevil season two and Jessica Jones? Well, I, and I imagine stuff? they have a contract with Netflix to produce Absolutely. a certain number of series, so they'll continue producing those series. And if they're successful on that platform, it wouldn't surprise me if Disney says you can keep. Yeah, these. because because if they did like let's say season three of Daredevil mm-hmm. on Netflix and then season four of Daredevil on Disney Stream or whatever they're going to yeah. call it. Then uh, people would be very confused because they couldn't go watch three, two, and one. I agree. Dex brought up a good point. He said that uh, so far it just specified Disney and Pixar that Marvel and Lucasfilms up in the air, and I would imagine that includes Hanson and. Right now, I believe that's definitely true. I don't, I mean, but I think it's foolish to think that's going to remain that way. Why would you give somebody else all the rights to your, to stream your content when you have your own streaming service? That's probably what it starts out as. And I imagine in the next year, year and a half, it's going to be everything. Absolutely. I, I would also imagine that if there's something that Netflix gets to keep, it's probably the Marvel series since they had a hand in a lot of it. It'll only be those four, unless there's been contracts signed that they haven't. Yeah. Or five, because Defenders. Mm -hmm. But. Oh, well, no, six, because Punisher. Because yeah. you have each of the four mm-hmm. Defenders, then Defenders, then Punisher. And they've already announced and mm-hmm. you know, coming up. Yeah. yeah. So. so there's that. Big deal. Money getting switched mm-hmm. around hand to hand. Speaking of money switching hands, uh, HBO got hacked. Oh, yeah? That's a big... Yeah, so HBO got hacked recently. They leaked a Game of Thrones full script for an upcoming episode. Uh, like a finalized script, not some, you know, rewrite, not a... You know, pre-script or anything. It was a full script. That ain't good. No, and on YouTube, they released several clips of, about five-minute clips of this past Sunday's episode before, like four or five days before it aired, so it spoiled a whole lot of stuff. And a lot of people. Now they are demanding a ransom from HBO. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Saying, it sounds like the Sony hack all over again. Because they hacked into their yeah, emails right? and stuff. They know, you know, what characters are going to die and what, you know, so they can easily release that information. And seeing as how Game of Thrones is one of the most watched shows and one of the most shows that characters get killed off just whenever. Right. If they release that information, it's going to explode. I imagine so. However, I also feel like even as a casual fan who's watched... Probably one episode from every season, and that's about it. 
I could tell you who's going to die way before. Like, See, as a hardcore fan, I love it, but you don't know who's going to die. Like, you think you do, and someone else just gets axed, and you're so, like, what? I don't think that would affect things as much as everybody thinks. There's so... I don't watch Game of Thrones, but I watch The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. And there's actual websites out there called Spoil the Dead and things right. like that. And if you're interested in spoilers, you can go search those things out. But when the episodes are filmed, they have people all around the set taking mm-hmm. pictures and everything else, so they can tell you who's on set that day. Yes. Who's not on set that day. What's the, you know, so you pretty much know how the film, or how the episode's gonna go, and then on top of that, so they have someone in the production that, uh, that gets early screeners every mm-hmm. time, and gives a complete description of the episode a right. week before it airs. So, I mean, and you only really hear about that if you go out and search for it. So I don't think it'll take. I don't think it'll be as big of a deal unless people want spoilers. If they want spoilers, then that's on them. I mean, yeah. that's, that's not You're the way totally the story's right. being told. You, you know? seek it out. That's one thing. Exactly. Yeah. See, I don't want spoilers personally. So well, I then you won't go search for it. No, I, mean, I, and I doubt HBO people will just be throwing up Facebook and stuff. But no, I don't think HBO needs to pay them. I think that would set a precedent. No, they said a statement saying we're not. Yeah. go away. Yeah, HBO. That's, that's small HBO fish. HBO doesn't care. No, because yeah, those people are still going to watch the episode. It's not like. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's not like people are just going to read a description of who dies each episode Go, and stop watching. Darn, well, right. no more. Well, because yeah. then it becomes, how did they die? And right. What led up to yeah, it? Yeah, and what's the story? Because there's an actual story beyond people dying, so. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I think that covers news, so we can bust into the Dark Tower like the man in black tried to with his children mind rape trick, whatever. <laughs> We should, we should we do like a spoiler free review first and then dive right into spoilers spoiler free review in five minutes or less go wait i get to spend five minutes no like oh. or less oh, or like less that. um yeah mine's really easy uh if you're a fan of the book don't go see it if you're not a fan of the book don't go see it <laughs> okay um i wasn't a fan of the book and i liked it but I'm not surprised. Did, Shut up. Did you read the book, though? No. Oh, okay. Well, then... How can you not be a fan of the book? Yeah. Well, that's why I didn't read the book. Excuse okay. me. I did not read the book, and I enjoyed it. Okay. But we know people who read the book, and they enjoyed it, so... You know. Yeah. I I don't really know what to say. It was very underwhelming. Um, the best parts were the casting of the two main characters, Matthew McConaughey and Idris Elba, as always, do a really good job with what they're given. However, what they were given was not very good. And I can't imagine a 30-year book series with, you know, eight different novels really sucks this bad. So, um, With millions of fans across the world. So, yeah, I think it's fair to say that the, the books do not suck that bad. It's... Yeah. More so the it's the movie itself. Yeah. All right, so let's just kind of yeah. Let's okay, just, no let's just spoil it. If you haven't seen it, then uh, now now you need to. Now's the time out. to go away. Nope. Yeah. So spoilers from here on out. Um, we can we can bust into some numbers here. So this movie won opening weekend, and I only think that's With because it no- was. Wait, they say the number because who cares yeah. about? Well, it was up against Dunkirk in its second week and Emoji Movie in its second or third week. Yeah. So. Which failed hardcore anyway. Which, yeah. Uh, but it won with $19 million. Yeah. So one of the slowest movie weeks of mm-hmm. the summer. It is the slowest movie week of the summer, I think. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's pretty terrible. Uh, it's got a whopping 18% on Rotten Tomatoes, 34 on Metacritic, and 6.0 on IMDb. IMDb is always so forgiving. So They are. When it still had such a low number. <laughs> I mean, that is low for IMDb. It really is. Like... If you're a superhero in tights, you're usually getting like an eight at least. So this this is kind of sad. Um, director Nicolas Arcel joining Idris Elba and Matthew McConaughey. Uh, Tom Taylor plays the unnecessary Jake Chambers. Um, <laughs> Fran Kranz, Jackie Earl Haley, and Claudia Kim. All really good actors shoved in really minor roles. That... Who's Fran Kranz? Who's, who's... Okay, he was in Dollhouse and right. uh, Cabin in the Woods. <gasps> That's where I know him from! <laughs> the Bong guy! Yeah. Yes, okay, now I know where... Okay. He's always smart, nerdy guy. I could not picture where he was from. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Cabin in the Woods. Yes, thank you. 
But yeah, they're they're all really good actors, and they were just shoved into these really minor roles. Is Jackie, or is that the Allstate guy? No, that's the no. guy that was Rorschach. Oh, uh, oh. Watchman. Okay. Well, the Allstate guy was in it. Okay. Also, Freddy in the new Freddy movie. Yeah. So the Allstate yeah, guy. He was in it. No joke. So there's the death <laughs> scene of his of the Allstate guy. He plays Idris Elba's dad, and yeah. it looks so good. They. They connected really well. They, they had nice chemistry. That seemed to make sense, but yeah. Well, when he grabbed his hand and said, as long as you stand, as long as the Dark Tower stands, we haven't lost. I was like, as long as you have all stayed. <laughs> and I laughed so hard because I'm funnier. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, Ryan's not amused. When he came on the screen, I go, oh, all stayed. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That poor guy. Like, But it's his own damn fault. It is, Can you imagine Flo in anything else at this point? No. No. That would be weird. Right? The Can You Hear Me Now guy, like, it's a miracle he's working with Sprint now. Like, all you... Flo is actually worth, like, $15 million, Oh, I imagine. It's ridiculous. I imagine. All right, so let's talk about this, the plot of this movie, because... Wait, there was a plot? Yeah, I mean, yeah. The plot was so simplistic. Like, it was... You take in the Dark Tower, evil things come. Yeah. The end. I can't see how that benefits the man in black at all. Like, already he kind of rules over everybody. Everyone's scared of him. Because it's not everybody. Because there's a whole other world for him to go into. Multiple right? ones. There's apparently. many worlds. Yeah. Well, in the I went with somebody who's a large fan. I don't mean she's large. I mean the, the, the fan. <laughs> her fandom is large. Of the Dark Tower. Yes. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, from what I understand, because I've never read the books, the, all, all the Stephen King books are universes within they the are, universe yes. of the Dark Tower. And you it's got a little hint one. of that at the little Pennywise mm-hmm. thing, which was... Where him? was that? I missed the Pennywise. It's the... When he's sitting... The amusement park. When he's yeah. like, why do you have an amusement park? There's it's called Pennywise. Pennywise. Oh, I it. totally And there's also Misery's book on the station that, uh, uh, Pim, Pimley, whatever his name is, is doing stuff. You see Misery's Child, which is, you know, Misery. Yeah. So there's a bunch of Stephen King connections in this That movie. I completely believe. And you know, it, it's always made sense to me that things like Christine, Cujo, Pet Cemetery, Carrie, they could all happen in the same city. In fact, it makes way more sense to me that way if they all take place in this dairy Maine. Mm-hmm. However, like... I, I was always really curious how the Dark Tower fit into that. I was like, what are you doing? They can open portals and go there yeah. at the end. Well, so... I was looking up reviews, what critics had to say, and most of it praised Idris Elba and Matthew McConaughey. Those those two, like I said earlier, do really well with what they're given, but mm-hmm. they, this one critic said something very interesting. He said they had two options. They make Idris Elba into the next Clint Eastwood, and it's just a blood splatter of demons and you know rated R goodness or they go the young adult route and focus on the kid and they chose the latter and it was a bad move I don't know that the other move would have been any better I mean realistically so yes Idris Elba and Matthew McConaughey McConaughey are both good actors I thought Matthew McConaughey was cringy the whole time I didn't buy him as this evil presence at all it was like uh, okay he's trying to be evil but I don't really get it and that probably is due to the direction because it also affected Idris Elba I'm pretty sure the director said okay your character emotionless all you have to do is be stoic the entire movie and you're good because I there was as much as I love to do, there was virtually no acting in the movie at all. It was just him, like, talking and keeping the same face the entire movie. There was no emotion. Yeah. And then, and maybe that's the character. But if that's the character, then we need to know well, why the character is that way. Because there's nothing to tell I us I assume it was like that because his dad way. died. And but even in the scene to, with his dad, he wasn't, like, super emotional. Yeah. So, that's true. You know, it was, his dad was dying right there, and it was, you know, barely registered any emotion. So, the kid had the most range, I would say. No, they said, His make a bunch kid. of shocked faces, and that's what the kid did for 90 minutes. I mean, it, legitimately, every face was like... <laughs> or like tears and like a shocked face. It was, I mean, yeah, he got a little bit more to work with, but it was still brutal. He kept saying throughout the film that Idris Elba's character, the gunslinger, didn't like him. And I was like, what... What? Yeah, what? where did you get that How from? How did you... Like, he keeps... He's protecting you. Yeah. yeah. He's he, risking his life. He took it's... a demon leg to the yeah. arm for you. Like, I yeah. I don't 
don't understand that at all. You know, he's... Well, the kid's also, like, what, 12, so he doesn't really know So, I actually didn't have as much of a problem with it. I usually don't like kid actors, but I didn't think he was as bad as, like, Mowgli from... from uh... I agree. Yeah. Yes, he was actually so, a very good child actor. But, but the he's friend, his friend... That, that was, was weird. Was bad. Like that acting was. He not looked like good. an alien in like skin. I didn't. I don't. It, it was his he, friend he was like not. Tony Shalhoub's kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He did not. Yes. He was not. They should not have him act in anything. No, because yeah. he was like he. I could have sworn at one point he looked into camera and like they just kept that scene in because they're like, well, we can't redo it. So <laughs> I think the mom got the best. Like, if I had to pick a character that got the most interesting role in the movie then that was her because she actually got to show some range she had a troubled kid she got murdered she's got my mind manipulated you know she watched and, like, her husband die. yeah she watched her husband die yeah. like, she got a lot of stuff to do and that's yeah. the most interesting role for me everybody else i don't know you really wasted a lot of good people so i i'll say this now i absolutely hate the trope of the seer because they're always so calm and cool collected and they just mean nothing to me like, even in The Matrix, the Oracle, she mm-hmm. had nothing to me. They were, she was too calm and cool. They're just awful. Like, if you know that much, if you can see that far into the future or... I would be just, like, scattered, like, running around everywhere and right. not, yeah. Yeah, so I, I don't... I never liked it. I like Claudia Kim in what I've seen her before, but no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, she was fine, I guess. Yeah, you're, you're right about it being tropey, but that was probably written that way in the books. I don't know. It was... Because the books are, are old, aren't like they? That. The books well, are like 30 years. Well, the first one came year. out in 1982. The last yeah, one came okay. out in 2012. Okay. And they're not all consecutive. He's written them in different timelines of each other. So, Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's an intense series from what I understand to keep to follow. And, and there was a lot of high hopes from fans on this. And Almost jumped on board when they came out with a comic series. But it's, that's been going for six, seven years now. And I'm so far behind. So that's not going to happen. And this movie, I don't think, for me personally, like when I went to go see other movies in the theaters, I didn't see really one trailer attached to any other movie. I didn't see any TV spots for this movie. The marketing for this movie sucked. So, yeah. Horribly. I, I didn't see any TV spots for it. The only time I saw trailers for it was when I went and saw a couple of other movies. See, yeah. I didn't see any. I, I saw it when I went and I mean, I saw, saw one from Wonder Woman. Uh, the, what's the new Lupus on? Uh, uh-huh. The Fifth Element guy. Oh, uh, Valerian. Valerian. I, went, I saw a preview for it when I went That's and saw Valerian, and I was like... I mean, that looks pretty cool. Right. They showed some right. of the gunplay and yeah. like, the basic premise, and I thought it looked interesting, and I was on board with it. So Basically, everything good in that movie was in the trailers, I think. Mm. And even some of the stuff that was good in the trailers didn't didn't turn didn't work as yeah. well in the actual There was movie. some bad CGI on his bullet-flicking thing in a couple scenes. Oh, when he flicks it into the gun? I, I think my biggest offender was actually at the fight at the end. There was so much CGI going on between Matthew McConaughey holding out the glass and the rocks and yeah. then the bullet flicking and like it was just a little too much for me. Can we but. talk about the gunslinger himself a little yes, bit? Yeah, let's do like, it. We can talk about okay. whatever you want. Uh, so my okay, I had a lot of problems. Like that was the most character going in that I was like, this guy's gonna be cool, right? And uh, he wasn't. Like it, my problem, I had a lot of problems with him. So, okay. first of all, he's useless, right? Without a gun. He literally can't punch anybody or do anything. He, he Once his guns are out of his hand, he just gets his butt kicked the entire time. There's nothing good that he does without his guns other than scramble for his guns. And I get it. He's a gunslinger. But you would think that somebody that is training to, like, fight injustice and so, things like that. He would have, like, a knife or something. He would be able to do it. He flat out said that he's a descendant of King Arthur. Yeah. And his guns were forged not, from, from Excalibur. Which, which I that was, was kind of cool. Yeah, I thought it was no, a cool No, like, idea. that is a really awesome storyline right yeah. there. That is so cool. And he's useless. Like, those knights had to be... Yeah. Like, when they lost their sword, they were still fighters and warriors. Yeah. Absolutely. They, like, to be part of the round table, you had to be good at hand-to-hand combat, the joust, you yeah. know. You had to be was, a good person. Yeah. You know, there was sword a lot of Sword fighting, it, it was intense. So... So that was a huge problem, right? I mean, the, right. You, I do agree. That yeah. pulled me away. Okay, and then he talks about in the movie. There's one line where that was in the trailers too, where he's like, "Our guns as hard to, or our bullets as hard to find on your earth as it is in this earth." 
And the kid's like, oh, you're going to love Earth. Well, he just shot, like, a hundred bullets randomly in that yeah. fight with the demon. Yeah. yeah. He just wasted... There's nothing in the movie that makes you feel like bullets are hard to find. He's literally just shoveling yeah. them into his gun as fast as I thought as it was, like, can. a magic trick. He would that just take like them out of sleeve, just like... stupid <laughs> throwaway line that made no sense. There was nothing qualifying it or, you know, nothing to validate it. It was just crap. I, I mean, I, I, I did not like that line, but I thought it was one of the better lines in the movie, to be honest. It was... It was funny. Only because yeah. it intrigued me to see what he would be like on Earth. I liked... Which, I liked him on Earth. He was funny on Earth. I liked the fish out of water. I liked him telling the doctor no. I liked him telling the yes. girls on the bus that they had forgotten the face of their father. Yes. Like, that was funny. The, yes. That was my favorite part, was just the fish out of water storyline, because I felt like that's where Idris Elba shined. And yeah. That, I liked the shot that when he... You know, it was like everything was quiet, and then he found the person running around with what? Yeah, that was cool. In the cornfield, I don't know. But that kind of shot him. That kind of segues cool. into another problem I had with this character. Let's segue then. <laughs> Unless you guys had something else. No, I no, no, no. Go for uh, it. So that that line, right? That whole the creed for the gunslingers. Yes. Why do we care about that? What the heck does that you've forgotten the face of your father have to do with anything? I mean, I get that there's a little bit of relevance to both of these characters because they both lost their father, but that creed has been around for hundreds of years in previous gunslingers and everything else. So it's not, it wasn't like they right. wrote it. They didn't specify what is the important significance of a father on this world. Or the face of your, yeah. What yeah. what does that have to do with anything? And that's the crux of the final fight. The yeah. climax of that fight is built around that line. I shoot with my heart, not with my gun. I've forgotten the face of my father. So yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. That, that was a big problem. Papa, can you hear me? And when you said it to those girls, yeah, it was funny, but it doesn't mean, like... No, no. It, it, it yeah. means as much to those girls as it did to the viewers, because the viewers have no context. No, you're totally like, whatever, right. we had daddy issues anyway, and then... No. Yeah. We had daddy issues. Is that what it no, is? No. Is that everybody Every everybody that shoots people has daddy issues or something? And I, I mean, I don't know. I just... Maybe. That was that was dumb. Also, the Excalibur guns, cool idea, but they just happened to shoot forty five caliber, the same caliber we have in this world that, yeah. you know, it's just... Come on. I mean, were these forged recently? Because I'm pretty sure 45 has only been, you know... And the yeah. thing is, like, this is what happens when you try to... Connect too much. Well, they flat out said that they're not trying to adapt any one book. Mistake. They wanted mm-hmm. to expand on it. And you didn't. You tried to pull in a Queen of the Dam where you shove three books into one movie. Big mistake. Did they end up combining books for this movie? Do you Absolutely. know? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, they combined a lot. And they decided to just go ahead and change a lot, too. And not just, like, small things, I guess, but a lot of the fans are saying they changed part of the lore. And what that is, I can't, I don't know. I've never read the book, so if you know, please let us know. We, yeah. I'm interested in knowing what they changed. But the idea was made so that um, the, the story starts intentionally in the middle of the action instead of at any one beginning thing which is interesting way to start a movie but yeah and then the script was written with the idea of sequels yeah i mean that's when i when i heard the when i started reading more about this movie after i saw the trailer i was thinking that they were trying to start a a stephen king verse right why Mm -hmm. wouldn't you everything is a movie universe right now and you have eight books to go off of. Exactly. You have eight books, eight Dark Tower books to go off of, and then you have material from all these other books that are supposed to take place in the same universe. Mm-hmm. So why, you know, you could go so many different directions. Exactly. But they, I don't feel like they tried to set up a universe in this movie. No. I know it says that, but I, I didn't get well, that feeling at all. Well, here's the thing. So there's a rumor going on right now, and it's just a rumor, that Matthew McConaughey's character, The Man in Black, makes a cameo appearance in the new It movie. And they're going to start tying things together. That is just crazy. There is a, that's, mind you, that's just the rumor. I don't know if he would, if, I don't know how he would fit in that movie, honestly, but if he Probably would. Probably the same way that, way that Pennywise fit in this movie. If he would, it would connect him. Or, or, yeah. Or it could have been one of the kids' drawings or something. Yeah. Like. So, they're going to try and connect, supposedly, that and this in some way, but I don't know. That seems silly to me. I agree. At best. Unless Pennywise is some minion to well, the Man in Black. Here's the thing: I, I don't read a lot of Stephen King. I don't know a lot of Stephen King. I've read it about four or five times. Mm-hmm. I, I'm so excited for that adaptation next month. It looks scary. Will you go see it with me and hold my hand? Yes, sweetie. Thank you. 
It does look scary. They did a good job uh, just with the trailer. But I, I don't... Like, it looks so much better than The Dark Tower. The it's only like, connection like, I can see to that movie and then the man in black possibly being in it is Pennywise taking the kids for man in black to do his experiments on that's the only way i can see it happening but even then pennywise being a harbinger for him is meh. i agree it's but not as fun anymore i can see them also, doing that black is dead yeah, like, yeah but he's alive in the other books so he comes back Okay. Well, I, I mean, guess. at this point, that's what I was told. The movie got an eighteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's probably not the gonna character kill. died at the end of the movie. I feel like it's this isn't a superhero movie. No, you know, yes. Bringing back characters makes everything less relevant. Unless you have universe. a really good way of doing it, like a, which you know, based on the way this movie was written and and acted, I don't and directed. I don't think that they would be able to pull that off personally. Right. The the gunplay and the trailers to me looked really cool. I thought the, like, bullet-changing thing and the thing in midair, like, mm-hmm. they did in Kick-Ass with, like, the guns flung down yeah. the clips and stuff. That was really cool in the trailer. In the movie, bad. Poorly executed. Yeah. You're right. The CGI wasn't very good. I didn't think it was that as cool. You know, they kept trying to do different ways for him to reload, and it just made it look like they were in a room at a table going, okay, so we can have him throw his bullets <laughs> in the air for one. Then we can have him go like this, with bullets for another one then we can have him get a belt from the real world and just go like this and scoop bullets in <laughs> i was like okay guys come on See, what I are think, we doing here i thought it looked cool but the one thing that kind of took me out of it which is very it's a weird thing that i noticed with this movie was the music for it whoever composed this the music for it the score did not have the right emphasis for certain things like that final battle had like hardly any music in it yeah that they, was awkward they could have done something really cool like when he reloads his guns or whatever but the music fell flat and i thought it didn't help anything you're totally right music definitely pulls you out of yeah. the film here and there i i had that issue with guardians 2 mm-hmm. it had nothing to do with the music that they used from the time period but the original score for some reason, the composer decided to make a noise every time Star Lord was sad <laughs> and had like they panned in on him. It was the same noise, and I noticed it after the second one. And I, I like, <laughs> so it, it was the same thing. I was not captivated during the final uh, showdown, yeah. I guess, and it was because the music was off. It I sounded agree. weird and flat. And... Yeah. See, for me, for the final showdown, what pulled me out was Matthew McConaughey going like this. Like, <laughs> I mean, okay, so in Scarlet Witch is acting and she makes her hands do fluid motions. Yeah. Those are actual, like, there's a coach on set that go that, you know, shows her, it's based on something. I don't know what yeah. it's based on, but it looks more natural. The way that Matthew McConaughey was doing it was not good. It was... This is the worst acting for, like, telekinesis-type powers kinda, I've ever seen. I, I was surprised it. with him because normally I don't like Matthew McConaughey. Like, I liked him in Dallas Buyers Club, and that was about it. I don't like him at all. But this, his character, was fun seeing him play a villain, but I agree. His, the portrayal of it wasn't the greatest. I think, I don't think it's his fault. I think the villain could have been more interesting. I think a lot of things in the show in the movie yeah. could have been more interesting. It's an easy cosplay, though, let me tell you what. <laughs> Easier than the gunslinger. That's for sure. Yeah. His backstory has got to be the most interesting thing ever. Why doesn't he like using his real name, Walter? Why? How did he get those powers? Because from what Roland says over and over again, he was a normal guy at one point. How mm-hmm. did this happen? That's Why can Roland randomly resist the powers and they never get an explanation right. for it? I'm betting they're related. Well, so they say here that there was this one weapon that he had, and I don't remember the gunslinger having it at all. It's called the Horn of Eld, and I guess in the books, it restarts his life, and he can start his path all over again with his previous knowledge. It said he already... That Matthew McConaughey's character can do that? No, the gunslinger. gunslinger. And this is something he gets... So it shouldn't be a big deal if his dad dies, he can just... This is something that he gets at the end of the books. So this is why people think that it's, you know, this is more of an expansion as opposed to a sequel or as a uh, adaptation. And to me, if the director says it's in there, where was that? What was that? What did it look like? I didn't see. Why didn't he he use it? 
Yeah. Like, why can't you just be like, I'm sorry, just pause, restart. Well, he can only do it once, uh, from what I read, I guess. And so it's like the uh, the device from Galaxy Quest. I think Nobody so. knows what it does, and yeah. then they can use it once, and yeah. yeah, it's gone forever. Yeah, that's exactly okay. it. And it just rewinds things like thirty seconds. Yeah. This is this time stone, basically, is what they're going for. They're, I guess they're pulling a Doctor Strange. Even so, like it. I don't know. In a lot of articles, they made it out to be this really big thing, and I didn't see it once. It I don't remember what it looked that's like. That's a big thing for the people that have read the books. Yeah. Oh, look, a thing I know! And it's not really that exciting for anybody else. Yeah. Oh, that's my bet, anyway. I can. Yeah. I don't know. That weapon would have been really cool. I don't know why. Is it like an actual like horn? I don't know. I don't know what like, it is. Is it a trumpet? He can just... Dur, 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 and then... <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hilarious. I want my magical time-traveling restart button to be a giant trumpet. <laughs> You have to play a certain cadence. You should play a bard. Oh, yeah? Thank you. Yeah, in D&D, you'd be very happy with that. So, why, when he went into the gun store, didn't he get, like, a machine gun or something? Like, I get that his his guns are forged from Excalibur, but that, does that make him special in some way, other than the fact that That made me mad, too. Like, why didn't it... Why didn't they say, you know, okay, these are made from Excalibur. Cool. Expand that. What can they do that makes them so special? Yeah. Is it are they like can they go through certain things? The bullet, they, are the bullets magical? Because he just got bullets from Earth. Can they kill you know certain creatures? What? So but, you know, in the Arthurian legend, anybody who has Excalibur gets to rule. Well, clearly yes. that's not the yeah. case anymore. Yeah. So other than being related or forged from the metal of Excalibur, it really has nothing to do with it. But if he can yes. do all that cool stuff with a revolver, imagine what he could do with like AK-47, an AK, yeah, yeah or, or an M sixteen or something, or yeah. an Uzi. Uh, give, him, give him Jack Burton's gun from Big Trouble in Little China and he oh, can a Mac 10 or whatever that's called and, uh, yeah he maybe it's because he only knows how to use a six shooter okay. yeah but I then like I, I guess he doesn't know what a clip is he's like I don't know how to put this in but he knows what a 45 is I mean I don't, I don't, know. I don't know it's just there's just a lot of weird things going on with that I agree this is also, he just, he literally is in a store full of guns, and he just asked the guy for some forty-five bullets. The more you didn't more, think you might need more than that fight, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's funny, because the more and more we talk about it. this, the more and more I realize how god-awful this movie is. Right? <laughs> well, you said you liked it, so. I did, but now like, we're talking about it, I'm like, oh, I do remember that. Oh, yeah. Mm, so that's my issue. I Maybe I just like repressed all of it. while I'm watching them. I have a lot of fun, and I usually get really wrapped into yeah. it. But it takes a while for it to just sit, sit there and sink in. And, and you're the like, more oh. I talk to Ryan and Derek about it, the more I hate things. Yeah. Like I, I really in there. like Spider-Man: Homecoming when I left it, and then talking about it, I was like, this is just the worst. Like, what is going on? Me and Derek are good at destroying things you love. I oh, know oh. it's true. <laughs> like this water bottle, I got a text from him saying it was way too loud. Yeah. So I am so parched right now. <laughs> Well, every time you drink out of it for like the last three podcasts, because you, you've been using a water bottle, not the same one, mind you, but, uh, and every time I hear it crunch, 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 I, I go, Derek's going to say something. <laughs> but he's, he's not here spirits. to do it. He can only do it via Wait, text but he, right now. Yeah, now he just texts me and tells me how awful it is. That's so hilarious. So, is this, so this movie is supposed to be spawning, what, a TV show, right? No, a or, TV show is simultaneously being uh, in the... I guess created. And is just Elba in it? No, I thought he was a part of it. Uh, or he's maybe like doing like an episode, and that's it. I think maybe. Okay. But I mean, it's about the gunslinger. It's about Roland. It's so then you'd have you just Elba in it. You can't have anyone else because there's more than one gunslinger. Gunslinger is like a brotherhood in the movie. It's not one guy. His dad was a gunslinger. You yeah. know, he had all these. There's. A, it's like the Knights of the Round Table right. except in this universe. Except that apparently the Knights of the Round Table existed in this universe because I Excalibur. Guess, yeah, could, right. yeah. whatever. Found a sword, let's make a gun out of it. <laughs> Clang. That is such an American thing to say. It is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the, in the, I, we saw the Golden Circle or whatever, the, the Kingsman. The Kingsman, yeah. yeah. We saw that preview beforehand and the gunplay in that from the Six Shooters was way cooler than what ended up being in a movie about yeah. a gunslinger. like The skipping rope. Yeah, I, mean, I don't, I don't understand. Also, okay, so at the very end, after he kills uh, the man in black, yeah. the engineer that designed that hideout is probably the same guy that did the Death Star. Why in the world would you make a hideout for an evil villain in a world full of gunslingers that are the bad guys that can be destroyed by a single bullet? See, and that's why yeah. I want to know how they're connected. 
Because it goes much deeper than just, you know, this guy killed my pa. Like, (laughs) Well, but there's been gunslingers around for 100 years and you're designing a building that can be destroyed with a single bullet, knowing that these guys have basically superhuman powers. I'm wondering, like, was he a gunslinger? Who? The man in black? Is that... Maybe I can see that maybe he's like a, a former gunslinger. And now he's down. To now he turned darkness. into a magic user. I, I don't know. I yeah. don't buy that as much. But terrible roll of the die. Which can yeah. we also talk about these weird skin people for like two seconds, please? Oh my god, please! Can we? Because they kind of thought those were cool. They the concept was cool, but I were mm, are they? Did he create them? Were they, like, already there? Where I feel did, like they're, they're... He didn't create them. I feel like they're, like, a race that's, like, a subservient race okay. in this world that he, because he came into power, they took over. Him and, and he doesn't like looking at their natural faces, so he's, go get yourself a face. Because they yeah. show, like, the market or whatever yeah. where you can go get your face. So, obviously, it's, you know... Which is very weird. Yeah. It's very, like, body snatchers. Like, oof. Yeah. There was a lot of problems. It was a weird little movie. movie. Gosh, and okay, so my theory on where they should have started instead of this movie is they should have started with a movie about the gunslingers because that's the coolest part of this movie and that's what people care about. So if you had had a movie about the gunslingers and towards the end you had introduced a young Idris Elba um, learning from his dad, the Allstate guy... You know, so then, then there's a connection, right? And, yeah, and yeah, this stuff totally. means a lot more. You get to learn why the father, face of the father is relevant. And why... it also could have been, like, the small rise of the man in black at the end. Yeah, yeah. You know? well, you could have had that be the still the opposition of the, of the gunslingers. And at the end, he's not dead. He's just dormant or something. Yeah. Yeah. Or he's rise to power, and the movie ends with... With well, them wondering a smaller what's happen. It's the yeah. Empire ending where right. it's not good and, you know. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's what they should have started with. Also, do I gunslingers agree. just, like, pass down Excalibur guns? Or is he so special that he gets the Excalibur guns? You know, those, those right. are all things that I want. Yeah. I, I would Because he didn't take his dad's guns, right? No. He had yeah. those guns. Those were the same guns he had. So, I mean, but, they like, started with that. his dad's got to be an Arthurian ancestor as well. It's not just Yeah. Him. Or his like, mom was. One of the two. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Either way... It, it but wasn't explained it, Who cares at all. about mothers? They, right, yeah. There's one mothers. one or two women in this movie, and they were both damsels, essentially. And, you know. Yeah, they I, were yeah. bad. The women in this were bad. Well, I thought that the mom was really well acted, and she did a good job with it. But it, she was there only to service... She was a filler character. ...the plot well, of the movie, and not... Uh, she's great. That's Catherine character. Winnick, and yeah. she's from Vikings. I didn't know yes. her from anything else, but yeah, she was yeah. great. So the director, what has he done anything else, or this is like, is this his big breakthrough to Hollywood? I don't know because the name does not sound familiar at all. Nicolas Arcel. I yeah. can't imagine he's gonna do much more after this because <laughs> if they're gonna continue, they're passing this on to somebody else. Oh, for sure, absolutely. His hands yeah. are not going to be on it again. So honestly, this one would be a really good Snyder property because he does really well with. Uh, beautiful visuals and superficial stories. That I, I can that, see. That he yes. I'm not saying anybody that's a fan of Dark Tower, I'm not saying it's a superficial story. I'm saying that it's this is a property where it could be more superficial mm-hmm. than what they tried to do in this movie. And it would have been, I think, more successful. And it would have been... I the agree. visuals... Would what you can do with a gun better. and all these other interesting things. The magic, the mm-hmm. telekinesis... All this stuff would have looked really cool. And the tower... I didn't have a problem with the way the tower looked. The tower wasn't there for like a minute. Why did they make the tower so thin so it's easily knocked over, right? Like, if you're going to make a tower... It looked like the Tower of Sauron. And it balances the entire world. Yeah, yeah, no. I was going to see a eyeball up top. I'm like, Let me set up a toothpick here. And it's going to balance the fate of the world. If it it falls, then all the worlds are going to be covered in demons. Sorry about that. Oopsie. Yeah. No, I totally agree with that. Um... So he did the Swedish version of the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo trilogy. See, I, oh, I love those, though. No, Naomi Rapace. Naomi Rapace. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, sure, that one. All right, those, those are actually are pretty critically yeah. acclaimed. I've I love never those. heard her say her name, therefore I don't know the correct yeah. pronunciation. That's the only way. I think it's way. Naomi Rapace. I will Maybe. look. Sure. I will look, because I feel bad not knowing an actress's yeah. name. But yeah, they, they are. So maybe this is just him getting over his head. Maybe. I don't People know. I can't imagine the budget was yeah. that huge for this movie. I feel like the budget was probably pretty modest Absolutely. for what the CGI was. 55 to 65 it million feels probably. Like, probably, yeah. It feels like a video game film. It feels like Assassin's Creed. It feels like... That movie was so bad. I feel like right? It's so it feels so like bad. a Resident mm. Evil 
I could see that, like budget wise and CGI wise and everything. Yeah, I mean the actual feel of the movie for me it felt better than most of the video game movies I've seen, which is saying something. But it, I don't know. I, yeah, I could see that definitely. I don't know if that's what I would have said specifically, but I could definitely see how somebody could pick it that way. It, it, either way, it was. Yeah. It should have been more. So they get a bigger budget, a bed budget with a better director, mm-hmm. and I think that. You could keep the same cast, maybe not the same writers. Yeah, but Stephen King did he he played a role in this? Like, yeah, the he, director said that he was heavily involved yeah. before and after he came on board. I'm so. betting he wasn't in the editing room. I bet no. You, yeah. I bet he showed up to set a few days. He's like, this looks great. Maybe a table read. Yeah. and was like, guys, I'm really excited that you're going to pay me so much money, and then left. This could be one of those things where they shot maybe five or six hours worth of footage and more than half of it ended up on the cutting room floor. We don't know. Yeah. So something interesting about this movie, and um, I'm not sure who, was it Sony that produced this movie? Yes. Yes. Something that Sony has done with several movies of their latest movies is, uh, when they're not confident about the movie, is they don't do any press screenings until the Wednesday before the mm-hmm. movie releases. And that's saying something. Because the movie industry as a whole right now is really focused on Rotten Tomatoes and, and other aggregate type agree. sites. Yeah. Um, and so we'll talk BVS because BVS was a big one in this market where they, the, the reviews came out three weeks early. I think we saw it, what, two weeks early? We did. And, uh, and the reviews were not good. And the Rotten Tomato score was, what, like 30% for a while? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, you know, that they think that that was the reason the movie wasn't successful. And since then, there's been several movies that came out with a similar thing. So now what Sony's doing to combat that is releasing the movie on the Wednesday before and hoping that they don't have time to write the reviews before the Thursday night showings and mm-hmm. in that opening weekend. And I think that That's that a kind gamble. of has worked because yeah. the last few movies they've done that for has all opened, uh, they've all opened bigger than what, what they predicted, predicted yeah. because yeah. of that. There's some, there's one studio, I can't remember what, what it was, that they didn't release, they didn't let any showings happen until Friday morning, and then the film released Friday night. Yeah. Because they're so scared of what Rotten Tomatoes is going to do to a movie that they don't... It wasn't Star Wars, was confident. it? It wasn't no. Star Wars, no. But that would be for a different reason. Though. Right. Star Wars would be. But th- these are these are movies that the, the studio is not The sooner they premiere in. it to the special fans and the uh, press, mm-hmm. the more confidence they have. That's why Civil War... Civil War was a we, month, right? Yeah, three we weeks? saw it a month beforehand. We had to keep that under and that was a full that was rough. That was a full finished. Yeah, absolutely. Movie, right? We yeah. did not. See... Yeah, there wasn't. It was. There was no unfinished CGI. That was yeah. the okay. movie that released. I that think was... they might not have had the after credit scenes. Yeah, we didn't have an after credit scene. We didn't have a trailer ahead of time either. So. No, it was just the movie. But you know, they were very confident in that movie. Mm-hmm. And Wonder Woman, they were doing showings a week before or mm-hmm. more. Uh, and BVS, they were doing showings a week before. But that was kind of. Early on in the whole Rotten Tomatoes kind of yeah. uh, best yeah, hatred Yeah, now fest. for some reason Rotten Tomatoes can make or break your film. And to me, that sucks. Like, Oh, I totally agree. Rotten Tomatoes has the worst score out of any of these. And most of the movies we get the scores for, they have the worst score. And I don't know why that is. I can't tell you why. Maybe more people use it. Maybe people are harsher. Maybe... People read one thing about it and they're just like, well, that's my opinion too, probably. I'm not going to go see it. Something that people don't, I'm not saying you don't understand this, but something a lot of probably maybe our listeners don't understand about Rotten Tomatoes, and I've heard people make a mistake, is that Rotten Tomatoes does review movies, but the 18% that is Rotten Tomatoes is not Rotten Tomatoes' review of the movie. No, it's an no, aggregate no. of hundreds people like of voting critics, on it, right? well, maybe not hundreds, but a yeah. lot of critics uh, deciding whether the movie is fresh or rotten. And by now, it's also fans doing it too. Fans, but that's a separate score. No, th- this is the collective altogether. Oh, okay. Well, usually they have it separated out, so there's a yeah, critic they score do, and a fan they score. They do break it out for everything that is uh, within a month worth of opening, and then after that, they just combine everything. You can't go and find the fan and the critic score, basic instinct. It's all the same right. now. But yes, this was the combined one that was just on the front page. Okay. So. Well, in general, it's just important to keep in mind that when you're blaming Rotten Tomatoes for being a crappy site or ruining movies or things like that, it's not really Rotten Tomatoes ruining movies. It's very much influenced by the critics. If you take, like, uh, if you compare two movies, like Batman v Superman, 
and Ghostbusters. I think those came out both last year, right? So they did. Um, they would have a guy that gave four out of five stars to one movie, four out of five stars to the other movie, and one would be fresh and one would be rotten. Yes. And that 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 is a problem with Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Um, but the actual site themselves, all they do is collect the data from the critics. So really, you can't blame them. For doing what they do. Derek adds on to that with his comment. He said that it's based off of like and didn't like. There's not too much grayscale. You can't sit there like we say, hey, I give this a C, I give this a B, I give this a minus or a plus. It's just, I give it, a pass I liked or a it, fail. or I yeah. didn't, yeah. yeah. And Which that adds up. It does, but I mean, I, I mean, I, it's fair to, I think it's fair, it's a fair way of judging something, and it's probably not super great for the movie studios, but I think for the fans, if mm-hmm. 70% of people are saying it's a bad movie, yes. that's probably, or even if 70% of critics or fans are saying it's a bad movie, then it probably is a bad movie. Um, you know, I think that, you know, IMDb and Metacritic, they do, they're scoring differently. Um, Metacritic I, is just critics. Yeah. It is and, just and critics. And IMDb it is, is fans also. Yes. It's, it's IMDb users that can be professionals. That's anybody who wants to pay for the IMDb services. It, yeah. I mean, if you, I pay for my DeviantArt, it's the exact same thing. You yeah. can pay to be an yeah. IMDb user. Uh, Metacritic is just critics and it is a sliding scale. So there's a huge difference between all of these. The number is higher because on IMDb and Metacritic because you can be more wiggle. There's there's ten stars you can fill in on yeah. IMDb and you can go in quarters too. So it can be five and three quarters of a star if yeah. you want. And Yeah. I think it's important that if you see a movie that you're interested in and you are thinking about going and seeing it like Dark Tower, maybe you're a fan of the books, and you see that it's an eighteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's really important that you go check out one of those other sites before you don't decide to go see it. Because you may be a big fan of it. The things that the critics and everybody hated on Rotten Tomatoes that gave it a fail it might not be a, as big of a problem for a more user or more a uh, fan based yes. audience. Like, and maybe they critics. weren't. Maybe they didn't read the books. So they didn't understand it. But someone who read the books, like our friend Amber, who read the book, she said that she loved the movie. Yeah. So you know, it's it's give and take here. It's you know, it's and very... I went with somebody who loved the books and and really yeah. disliked the movie. So I mean, but this this movie's divisive for the the book fans. I think for the movie fans, it's really Absolutely. not that divisive. <laughs> I think. 18% is pretty telling, even if that's critics and it's a, it's a pass-fail scale. Only 18% yeah. of the people actually like that movie. Agreed. Um, yeah. I Take it for what it's worth. But definitely, if you're going to, like, a movie like this is very divisive, go check Metacritic and, and IMDb and get, you know, before you waste your nine bucks, it might not be a waste. Right. I think BVS was one that was done Wait. unfairly. This movie, I don't think was unfair. Yeah. Back in the day, growing up, we only had Siskel and Ebert to really tell us what yeah. to do. And these were two old men that hated almost everything. Which was also so, a pass-fail because it was t- thumbs, thumbs up, up or thumbs, thumbs down. down. Yeah. That was it. There was no in-between. That was it. Well, I mean, you could get one thumb up and one thumb right. down. but Even so, they they usually agreed and they were always really rigid and staunchy. You have more options now, so look at all your options. That's why I include... The other two, and they usually always have higher scores than Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rotten Tomatoes is pretty critical, but it I mean, is. it's it's a lot of it is critic feed. I mean, when you look at a score for a movie that just came out or is just releasing that week, it's going to be all critics because there's very few fan uh, showings compared Absolutely. to the critics showing. So it's mm-hmm. you know that's of course it's going to be critical. It's a it's by critics. That's what they're there for. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we've said all that we can say on yeah. Dark Tower. Um, sorry that Derek's not here. He is in the Great White North at this moment. Mm-hmm. I believe he's hunting moose. Yeah. <laughs> hunting moose or maple syrup. I can't remember Ooh, which. What I... if he's hunting... Or he's, he might be getting free healthcare. I'm not, I, I'm not 100% sure. I didn't discuss the details. We probably shouldn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Um, He'll be back. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah, next week... We are Unless talking... the moose gets him, but we're, we're hoping that doesn't happen. Yeah. Next week, we're going to talk the top 20 Jedi. Yeah. We are including Expanded Universe, and uh, I really feel like Ryan's going to lead us on that one. Am I? Yeah. I mean, I could, probably. I well, Ian, Ian's, Ian's got a very good working knowledge. I talk a lot of crap on Ian, but he does have a very good working knowledge of Star Wars and, and the Expanded Universe. Okay. I feel we'll, like... We'll come back to that with talking... Front hands. Back Exactly. Hands. I'm like... Yeah. 
Listen, you take what you can get from me. Okay? That's true. Yes. Uh, we'll have Barry yes. Poole joining us Yay. as second time guest. So this will be his first time doing a podcast without Batman on it. So yes. that'll be big round with table. Us. Right. Batman's not a Jedi yet. <laughs> he has used a lightsaber in some fan creation. That is true. So we'll be talking that next week. Um, Derek will be joining us. It'll be a big round table of five of us. It'll be tons yeah. of fun. Uh, Ryan, do you have anything for us tonight? Uh, go give us money on Patreon. I don't have anything because Derek poo-pooed my idea last week. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, patreon.com slash heroes podcast. Uh, if you want to give us money, that would be awesome. If you don't want to give us money, that's not okay. But, you know, I can't right. do anything about it because I'm just a disembodied voice to you. So We are <laughs> Heroes Podcasts. On Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, we're Heroes Podcast. You can check us out. We have, we have diff- a website, I think. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah. yeah. We have different content on every single one. We have three different shows for you. All right, guys. We'll catch you later. Have a great night. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.